take all of our fucking co-hosts hostage and today we got the return <laughs> of motherfucking Atlanta. Hey, hey, this motherfucker with the air horn for morning to pop up today. Alright, so check this out. I actually have one specific topic I wanted to talk to this gentleman about and it's only because you guys don't even fucking know the low-key dream we have of building a club. But we'll save that because we don't want to give out too many details because a lot of you motherfuckers out there be trying to take ideas. But tying in with that, today I want to talk about what our perspectives are and our opinions is on dance music, electronic albums, and perhaps our favorite albums that we could recommend to you if you haven't heard or recommend to each other because shit, chances are you probably know a lot more dance and uh, electronic albums than I do. Well, I'm a big fan of dance music, for starters. Yeah, I'm man. big fan. Like, I'm... I don't even know how you would call me what type of fan. Because, uh-huh. obviously... Not even, like, a casual... Uh, no, I wouldn't consider myself a cat. See, that's the thing. I don't know. Because, so, check it out. My... Does your playlist, like, jump back and forth and shit? Like, no, no, no. I, dance, I have a specific... Rock. Specific playlist for... House. House. Like, this is all house music. And there are repeat artists on here, but I can't say I stay up to date with those artists in that way. So I wouldn't consider myself necessarily a casual fan, especially because I have been listening to, so I started first with trance and techno. That's what I was going to say. Yeah. Yeah, We're going to get into the history of it. That's how we got into it. Trance and techno. Wait, I I specifically remember, I think the summer that I got into it was, I was still in middle school back in like, fuck, I want to say like 2009, 2010. Okay. I remember there was this TV on the corner of the street that I lived at. We picked up that TV because that's what broke motherfuckers do. Uh-huh. And I took it in the room and it had a headphone jack uh-huh. to plug in my headphones. So I dead ass spent like maybe two weeks. No, spring break. It was spring uh-huh. break. I spent the spring break on a specific channel because uh-huh. we had Dish Network at the time. That you remember oh, Dish yeah, yeah, Network yeah. had the I music had, like, channels. I had like separated by genres. Yeah. 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 Well, they had techno and trance. I spent the whole spring break just fucking gone on techno music. Dude. Shut up. Gone as a motherfucker. That shit is fire. And ever since then, I've, I've that's actually where I discovered Sundriver. Dude. Yeah. Yeah. I was gonna say I was actually gonna write them down real quick so I wouldn't forget. But some of the earliest ones that I remember is like. Sundriver, uh, I think it's like uh, Angel and Airways. Mm-hmm. Um, you had one too that we used to listen to a lot. Yeah, was man. Like this one specific yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I know which one. You, I know which one you're gonna say. Um, that shit was gas, dude. Hold on, I, it'll come to me. But dude, that that was a pivotal summer. What year was that? The summer that we listened to that. Or the the trance, the, the, just like because we we got into trance around the same time. But so what summer was it that you for me took the TV in and we're listening to the dish? It was songs? like oh nine or ten, dude. I oh, don't nine? remember. Okay. So you've been you've been listening to this type oh yeah of I've been listening to the dance music for a while years. yeah I've never gone uh, into it as much as I am into it right now because uh-huh. like for example the Drake album that dropped like a month ago mm-hmm. I think that shit was gas I'm not gonna sit here and say it's the best dance music you've ever fucking heard because uh-huh. no that's disrespectful to all the dance artists but it was a good album especially for someone that likes house music the way I do uh-huh. that shit was gas maybe like one or two songs that I didn't like. That shit was gas for the most part. Yeah, man. No, I I remember. Uh, I'm trying to think if the name was uh, "Silence" by Delirium. I think it's that one. I think it was this one. Does it sound different looking back? Speed it up. No, it is this one. Dude. Is it ten minutes? No, this was only four. This is it, dude. This yeah. is it. Dude, fuck. <laughs> the song that started it all, oh, man. This shit was gas, Yo, motherfucking air horns for this song, dude. Give him a shout out, bro. Who the fuck is this? This is Delirium, Sarah McLaugh- McLaughlin, Woo! and Tiesto. Dude, how many fucking summers do we spend? Headphones in, 
Delirium, Sarah McLaughlin and Tiesto. Let me song. save that actually to my playlist. I don't have that one. This is insanity. How do you look that up, Owen? Uh, look up Silence Tiesto Remix. Guys, if you don't know this song, I, we're not exaggerating when we say that we spent one summer for sure, but man, maybe two or three listening to this song back to back. I feel like any time that we reached the, that we reached like a peak high we had back to. in the day, this one had to get popped in. Dude. And we had to be baked. Ass and every time fuck. we got baked, this motherfucker made the rounds. Yeah, no, the, we've been listening to fucking house music for a long ass Can time, right? And, and, and you can't forget fucking Sundry. That's what I'm talking Everybody back in the day, here's the thing. When YouTube started, bro, a lot of the shit that was on YouTube was like compilation videos of like soccer and like all those goals and a bunch of like dope shit, wrestling compilations, sports compilations, like best basketball shots, best football plays. And what better song to have as a background to those type of videos than fucking house music, man. I think so, this might be it. So a lot of the songs that we're listening to will forever be fucking classics. Oh yeah. my god. Yeah, everything back in the day was fucking what? All 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 of them were like soccer goal compilations with uh with the clocks by Coldplay playing in the back. Oh, dude. I mean, it got us into that music. Like, the music that we kind of started off with was This little... wasn't on there, though. Oh, no, no. Wait, on the... On the compilations? Oh, no, no. This is some shit that we ended up finding ourselves, isn't it? This shit, I actually like, found YouTube, this uh... specific song that, that's Spring Break. And I found it on Dish Network's music channel. Mm. So, shout out to Dish Network for that. Yeah, dude. Hey, man, look. Shout out to Dish Network because they're actually... I mean, this, they suck now, but... Back in the day, dude, they got a, that, the little fucking games that they had with the controllers. The games on the controller. I mean, Dish Network was, it was the provider of back in the day. It was dope. And then they dope. had Playboy. <laughs> yeah. They had Playboy, that shit was Easy good. ass passwords. One, you know, one, everybody one, would one, just one. pick like the simplest shit, you know? They, fucking Playboy back in those days made me think I wanted to be a porn star. Dude. That's how horny I was. <laughs> we, got, we got into that into that lifestyle very fucking early very on, early. brother. Man, so for those of you guys who don't know, in the background, it was Feel... Nitrous Oxide remixed by Sun Driver. We can't, we're literally can't emphasize enough, we can't emphasize enough how much of an influence this had on our, uh, just like our youth. And actually, probably why we we're so fucking happy, man. This is like, this is like liquid ecstasy. Low key. Or like audio ecstasy. This is just sitting there listening to it and stumping in your head. And then, dude, it's always in the breakdowns. Oh, That's as close God. as I felt to taking like ecstasy and shit like that in Molly. My goodness. Yep, there it is. Does that breakdown? Dude, you get to parts like this. And this shit. With headphones? Oh my god. Yeah, man. I mean, we can't emphasize enough how much these songs play a role in like our, our development as far as what kind of music we like. And for that reason alone, I wanted to get I wanted to get into this, man. Like some of the greatest dance electronic albums to have come out. I at least got three that I will nominate. Mm -hmm. And one of them goes back to those fucking days, dude. Which one? I cannot emphasize enough how much Pretty Lights taking up your precious time. Dude, that album. Like, from the jump. Like that's, what the, that's what it's called? Taking up your precious time. Like, every single song. Well, that has like, Pretty Lights reminds me of sitting in your in your room. When it was still... It would, when it was a living room? Yeah. Sitting in your room with the lights off, huh. the neon, not the neon, oh, the, the black, black light. lights on, and then just playing this shit hard as fuck out of your speakers. Not doing shit, just listening just to listening music. Just listening to music. Yeah. Or back with Good time. You remember <laughs> when you used to set up the drums right behind you on, on the desk? So you'd have the so. desk like this? I think so. And then you would turn around and set the drums up like that. Oh, you yeah, would play, yeah, yeah, You would play along to, like, songs. Remember that <laughs> shit? That's what that reminded me of, too. Yeah, dude. That's, dude, good fucking times, bro. Like, Finally Moving, everybody knows Finally Moving with the classic this has little been sample. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. But, like, this is a sample in itself, no? Yeah, this is a sample of, um, I don't know the guitar, but it's a very famous, like, blues guitar. But then this, Pretty Lights has been sampled tons. On top of that, you know? Like, Finally Moving, guys. Didn't you watch him live? No. I thought you watched him live. I can't say I have. And if I did, boy. Remember Midas and Who? Oh, yeah. 
That was from those days too. Oh yeah. Like all, all these all these songs, man, Empty Stations, Stay, Summer Stirs, Happiness. Are they still releasing things. music? No, they actually haven't released music in a long time. Hold on, hold on, hold on. What the fuck? Check this out. Dude, that's what I'm saying. That's why I wanted to get into this conversation about trip hop with you, because inadvertently, you know... Oh, yeah. The little... Inadvertently, you know trip hop better than me. Oh, it's not that one. Hold on. That's what I'm saying, bro. And that's actually a cover of a song from the 70s. She. This song is gas, dude. Man. Guys, look. If you guys, uh... You guys are, man... The world is not ready for when we actually make this club. Because we need to make it happen. It needs to just... It needs to get out of the just the idea phase. Yeah. And we need to mo- make moves because... Who better than us to cater a playlist? I oh, know, dude. We know so much music. Man... Okay, so before we get into what my my fucking favorite other recommendations, because Pretty Lights is up there, man. I I, I want to ask, mm. what are your thoughts? And this is kind of going left field because you wouldn't expect me to ask this, but what are your thoughts on the Beyonce record? Have you heard it? No. So my man played a little bit of it, huh. and we were checking it out actually on the way back from Arkansas. Huh. I'm gonna. No, I'm gonna. I'm a little biased here. I don't give a fuck about Beyonce. No. And unfortunately for me personally, mm. Beyonce, you know. She, she, I'm a speck of dust in her universe, you know? I don't give a fuck about Beyonce. So, therefore, I don't care about her music. It kind of just went in one ear out Yeah, and her fan base is hella toxic, dog. Yeah. And it's it's one of those unfortunate situations in which you let the fan base influence what you think Uh of the artist. Uh So. So, you don't, you're not really a fan of the the Beehive? No. Not at all. And I, I feel like I'm not alone. Yeah, but, I mean, like, look, if I'm being honest, I don't really vibe with this. But, no. But here's the thing. But I that song that she released as a single, uh-huh. it was cool. And surprisingly, you know who produced that? Which one? Yeah, that one. Yeah. You know who You know who The Dream is? Oh, the Dream. Yeah. yeah, he used to be a musician and singer in it. This is The Dream. So, obviously, that song, what's it called again? Break My Soul. Mm-hmm. It's, what, a dance music? Da- dance song? Dance song. Would you consider that what house? Yeah, house dance. So the dream is this guy. I feel like you've heard this song. This song was very famous back in like 06, 07. Let me see. Oh yeah, yeah. Hold on, sound sound familiar? Because I wasn't really too much of a. 07. 07. I wasn't either, but this song was just so famous that you couldn't you couldn't avoid it. It's a banger. Start, start, to, start to sound, start to sound familiar. This is the chorus. Anyway, that's huh. a dream. And he produced. I love your girl by the dream. Yeah. Interesting. And he produced. Uh, you have the song. Oh, I, I know falsetto. Yeah, well, that's a dream. That's his other super famous song. I remember this one. Damn, and he produced. Well, he helped produce it. He didn't fully produce it. But I, it just threw me off. Because I was like, the dream? You're like, the fuck? Yeah, I was like, what the, this is way out of yeah, his music. I mean, hey. You know, but who knows how much of a hand he had in it, you know? Go from being a music producer to just kind of being like a... Low-key, if you, if you throw some hats right, on a song, then he immediately gives hey, you producer on, credits. I'm in the studio hall. Should we do this? Add the yeah. every eighth note. Yeah, that's the producer oh, right there. That's a good idea. Credits. Right there in the credits. He said add that at the end of every eighth note. <laughs> <laughs> he said add the That's not him. Hey, you get your nice little 30 cents every stream. Or less, in it? That's not bad. Yeah, 30 cents is probably not happening every stream. Let's be honest. Every no, stream. 30 yeah. cents? You'd be <laughs> fucking rich, yeah, dude. Yeah, 30 cents every stream? No. No way. Dude, um, damn, that sucks because I kind of want to go off on a tangent. But hold on. Let's, let's stay on track here. Let's stay on track here. Tangent about what? Because you were said that'd be rich, and I was thinking, man, yesterday I did the numbers for mm. Easy Day. How mm. much this motherfucker made? Easy Day? You didn't participate, huh? What the fuck is Easy Day? Oh my god, dude, check out the last two podcasts. I was talking about Easy Day. It's uh, so August second and August third. So just yesterday happened in the UK, mm-hmm. but 
was it Tuesday? No, Monday? Was it like no. a festival? No, the Tuesday. No, no, no. Yeezy Day is where from 8 in the morning to 10 o'clock at night, new shoes drop every hour. But it's like a Yeezy style drop. So that means the minute it drops, you so, got to get in queue, you got to wait in line, and if you didn't get it, you didn't get it. Better luck next shoe. Did you cop anything? Two shoes. What'd you cop? One that's not my size and one that's my size. And actually, Carly copped them. I had nothing but L's the whole day. Why'd you cop one that's not your size? To sell it? She, well, she, she copped them. For so her? She, yeah, because she was like... For her? Yeah. Oh, okay. But, uh... They're both for her? Both pairs? No, no, I got one. Oh. She, that's what I'm saying. She copped them. Hmm. So I got the Easy 500s, which I've never had before. It's mm-hmm. like a... What's the 500 look like? Kind of looks like a basketball shoe meets a hiking shoe. Oh, yeah. I thought you had those. Hmm, not yet. So we got the Easy 500s. And then um, she ended up getting the 350 Hyperspace, I think. Oh, that's kind of cool. The 350s are nice. I'll yeah. give them that. The 350s are nice. These is dope. They're pretty simple. You yeah, can't, they're you, simple and they got nice colorways. Yeah, you can't go wrong with those. Probably the most popular one, too, no? I see everybody wearing those 350s. The black ones with the red stripe? Mm, these are crispy. Everybody. Oh, yeah, the, the reds. Everybody. And the thing is, a lot of them are fake, though. Because uh, that's the most sought-out one, so mm-hmm. that was a rare as fuck. Damn. You got to think, watch. This is looking for an example. When the shoes drop on the online on Yeezy Day, you can buy it for... 240 you, know, you can buy it for its price, which is about... Um, what does that say? Two twenty. Supply three fifty. The fuck does that mean? Easy supply. Sure. So when you're looking inside the shoe like that, I don't know if you can still see the stitching on the inside, but you know, supply. How much is size eleven? Oh here, let's go back. I mean ten and a half. We'll go ten and a half. Damn. Three hundred and seventy five. Damn. To four hundred and thirty three and eleven and a half. Damn. So usually when I got a cop Yeezys, I cop them, you know, eleven. 11 halves because they fit one size they run one size small so you got to get one size bigger so i would have to get an 11 yeah because i'm 10 and a half mm-hmm. you know you're 10 and a half so you'd have to get an 11 or 11 really mm-hmm. fuck so yeah, that would be the 400 dollars and then the other one that we got is a is a brand new one we just didn't get it in our size she got it in her size <laughs> she's not sure if she wants <laughs> what the fuck are those it's an aladdin shit Bro, what are those? You know what I'm <laughs> What the fuck is that, dude? You don't like? Are you serious? Yeah, bro. You don't want to. You don't want to wear these? Are you gonna wear those? Dude, they're not my size. They're like a size six. Hella small. I would if they're my size, bro. But I was like, damn. Do you genuinely like this shoe? Yeah, dude. I wanted it for myself because I imagined it like a Cortez slip on. You know what those look like? North Face made some shoes that look like that. You lying. I'm serious. What style? Or what's, what's Like style? that. What are they called? Look like a fat ass fucking sleeping bag. But look, bro, I mean. Look up North Face shoe. Oh, no, no, no. These don't look like sleeping bags. These look like. No, no, these don't. These look like potatoes. <laughs> North Face what? North Face shoe. I don't know. I don't North know what it's called. Face. Just look up North Face shoe. There it is. Oh my god. Look at that. This is terrible. What do you mean? It looks just like it. No. Dude. How dare you roast them? Bro. No, those knit runners are different. Bro, look dude. at dude. This looks like a slipper that's, Bro. that is meant Fuck to be overly no, tacky. This is an overly tacky slipper. Bro, that looks just like it. Hold nah. on. Scroll down, scroll down, scroll down, scroll down. How I think you? there's another one. How dare you? That's an desk. That... Bro, they look just uh, Keep these? Going. No. Like the North Face meets Uggs? No, there was one that was just like a fucking sleeping bag looking one. I don't know. It might have been that one. Dude, that's terrible. They look like Yeezys. Nah, let me yes, show you. Nah, let me show you, too, let me show you a picture of the Knit Runners. The Knit Runners look like something that you'd imagine a. You know. What the fuck is this? Look. Not a sleeping bag. More like a. Looks like you you wear them to jujitsu class or like karate class or something. Dude, I, I dead ass. Like, if I saw somebody wearing those, I think you're a fucking prick. You think you're a prick? Yeah, like, I, I wouldn't... Like, I'd definitely judge. Like, you're like, damn, you know you don't like those. No, no, not even, not even like, not liking them. Yeah. I just feel like if you what wear the, those... What the black... How about the dark ones? I feel like it says a lot of your personality. Yeah? Like, you're probably a dick. 
you know? <laughs> That's funny. Yeah, I mean, I've been, I also wanted to kind of get these boots. The motherfucker looks like you, like if you, for somebody from Dragon Ball Z, ain't it? Look at them motherfuckers, bro. The Yeezy Knit Runner boots. The power phases have to be the best thing they've done. <laughs> and I wouldn't even consider them Yeezys. They're like, just I feel like they just, day. I feel like the power phases, he just kind of said that he was doing something to them and he didn't. Look at what, power phase. I want to see power phases. Dude, check, hold on. Those are actually kind of hard. Which ones? These boots? No. Fuck no. You wouldn't wear those? No. Which ones are hard? Those. The Wave Runners? Those. Oh, yeah, the Wave Runners are classics. Huh? Classic dash. It, yeah, yeah. it, it, it won it people's heart over over the years. Yeah. It looks like a New Balance, but better. Um, new Balance makes some hard-ass shoes. They do. People are people are speculating that after the... Uh, the contract ends with them? With Adidas, he might go to New Balance. But then no. they say not really, because New Balance is very harsh with their branding. They love it. Like right in the front. No, but I was also gonna say Adidas knows what the fuck the hell Yeezy, bro. I think They're not he, gonna let that slip. Well, I think Yeezy might go solo afterwards. He but anyway, what were we looking up? Uh, fuck, I don't remember. Was that another Yeezy? Oh, the Powerface. Powerface. The Calabasas. Just Powerface in general. Those are hard. Yeah, they're plain. They're simple. They're classic. Simple, sleek. They look. They look. What makes them upscale Yeezy, still? What makes him Yeezys? Literally just that he probably... Is he wearing them? Put his branding on it. Mm, not sure. Oh, no shit. He wore them. They caught him rocking the puckers. They are they are Yeezy shoes then. If yeah. he's wearing them. Oh, yeah. Damn, that's a hard-ass fit. It is. Are those light? Yeah. I wonder if they're leather. No, it's got to be the same ones. Oh, it actually looks like these, the gray ones. No, fuck no, dude. They look white. But what you got to think with the flash? Unless they're these, the Calabasas core. No, because those are the ones I have, and they don't look that way. Yeah, it's probably the flash. That's hard, dude. Damn. Yeah, the power faces are clean, bro. They're classic. I think that's what I like about the Yeezys, though, that they have shoes that look, you know... Unconventional? Unconventional, and they also have shoes that look rather chill. I mean, rather simple. I mean, the 700 has three different models. It has the V1, V2, V3. So if you're thinking, you know, if you want just something simple, then you got so many different versions of the V1. There's versions of this shit? Yeah, just different color waves, you know. Didn't Ivan have some something that was like that? Damn, those are hard. Go down. Which ones? Yeah. Are those? Those are it? Yeah. No shit. Yeah, 700s. It's just a different colorway. Teal blue? Yeah. That's hard. Then you've got some V2s. The V2s end up looking a little bit more like, you know, real, real dad shoe. But at the same time, you know, while still being sleek and still the same silhouette. It just has a different upper. What the upper. fuck are those? That, if I'm not mistaken, I think might be Cuddy shoe. With who? Kid Cuddy Adidas Battle Wall. With uh, Adidas. That looks like a... Like a fucking boot that we use in Dragon Ball Z. It's pretty, it's pretty nice, isn't it? What's what's that? What was, it, what was in the back of that? Kind of looks like a Dragon Ball Z character. Can you zoom in? What the fuck? Yeah, it's pretty nuts. But anyways, yeah, I mean, the reason we got off on this tangent was because I was saying, you know, easy, uh, easy day was a success, easy, and um, I was counting, I was calculating mm. how much he potentially made, mm-hmm. and you got to think, mm-hmm. he dropped, I think, twenty different pairs of shoes. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let's do the math real quick. Are these previously unreleased shoes? Uh, like redrops and some new ones. So he dropped preview. He dropped a whole bunch of shoes. Mm-hmm. Some ranging from the lowest eighty dollars to the highest three hundred. Eighty dollars. Mm-hmm. What fucking easy can cop? That's eighty bucks. The foam runners and the slides. You can cop foam runners for eighty bucks. They're actually eighty bucks. When people resell them, they resell them for two hundred for the because of the hype. They're rare. The ones you have. Mm-hmm. You can cop that model for eighty bucks. Eighty bucks. They're worth eighty bucks from from the retail from Yeezy. The shoes you buy them for eighty bucks. It's only aftermarket where people hike up the price. Really? Right now, some are going for like seven hundred. Fuck. What? Yep. That should certain, be illegal. Because that's I mean, fucking price gouging. It is, but hey, I mean, you got people who are willing to pay it, and that's the dumbest part. What a fucking idiot. But anyways, you got uh, you know, let's say on average, twenty different pairs of shoes. Each one we looked up had about 20,000 different pairs. Every single one of them sold out. 
and it ranged from 80 to 300. So let's say on average 180, right? That's mm -hmm. what people are paying. So let's do 20,000 times you know, 180. It's 3,600,000. And then times, you know, the 20 different pairs that were all sold out. $72 million in one night. You think he made that much money though? He's splitting it with Adidas, but let's say you get half of it. But it's not going straight to Kanye, though. Well, well we got to pay his people. But $20 million in one night? That's pretty wild. Let's say 70000 right? And, and we just, we estimated 180. There could have been, and on average, we said 20000 mm -hmm. Some Some shoes they had at most, like 37,000 pairs that were selling. So let's say it was 37,000 of them at $300. That would definitely skew the number. So we just did like a, just a way ballpark and shit. Mm. But to think in the double digit millions in one night. I'm sure you hit the mills. The double digit mills in one night. That's got to be baller, dude. That's, I mean, the same thing happened with the stem player. Yeah, he made what, like two, three million? Mm -hmm. Off like the first initial? Yeah, the first drop. But people consider that shit a scam though, dude. I still fuck with mine. But no, you got it before. You got it like you were some of the one of the, the people first people who were like interested as a as, as a, a midi or a music yeah, device. Yeah, yeah. But no, the people I'm who bought like, it for Donda too? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. People consider that shit a scam, dude. Yeah, yeah, they got scams. Kanye needs to be careful, man. Yeah. I mean, I mean they got the record. They, they just, got they just the didn't record. like it. They got the record, they just, but <laughs> they just didn't like it. But here's the thing. This is controversial take, but the reason I feel like people didn't fuck with it and the album was, you know, purposely kinda low-key and fucking, um, I don't know, simple or unfinished sounding mm -hmm. is because in that format, it makes it easier to manipulate and not have too much shit, you know, clashing. What do you mean? So when you manipulate an album that sounds unfinished on the stem player, you can make it sound unique and different and awesome. Imagine if it had a full horn section and hella choruses and it sounded like, you know, complete. Then when you go to fucking simplify it down. Yeah, but see, that's the, the way you're looking at it is the way that perhaps a musician will look at it or mm -hmm. a producer. But somebody who's like, hey, man, I'm going to buy but, this to get an album. Yeah, but to the broader audience, yeah. just a casual fan right. of Ye, mm -hmm. that's potentially a scam. That's scam territory. I mean, at the end of the day, they got their 11 songs. They were exclusive to this device. Unfinished. But it allows you to play with it. Well, yeah, but that's that's an optimistic way to look at it, you know? I mean, that's the way I looked at it. Because I feel like those those songs to me, even now, are... I mean, the thing is, I can log on to, uh, to STEM Player right now, and I could actually, you know, play the songs off of there. So technically, it is still an album, and he could update it eventually. He's not going to. You understand? Fuck no. But the fact that I could get on the stem player and and manipulate them in their state, which is simple, simplified. If it? anything, I feel like he might just uh, he might he's gonna drop it on on streaming platforms, bro. I mean, he's dropped a couple songs, right? Because he's dropped um, True Love, which is a accompanied. Uh, the XXX Tentacion soundtrack, and it was like the last song on there. And then he also dropped, I think, Burning the House Down, which was recently on Future's album. So he's got to do something, man. And But like I said, these songs aren't terrible. Like, this song right here still gets me going every fucking time. Oh, that's Pablo. How does it know that you bought this template? You have to add your, your email, your password. Well, you create an account. So they know that you bought yeah. it. What they're working on, actually, behind the scenes, apparently, is they're making, like, their own streaming service. It's just they haven't done anything with it yet. Because that's going to be, like, phase two. This is phase one. Get people interested in here. Make an account. Make a password. Make a username. Listen to our songs and buy our device. According to who, though? The team. Like, the, you know, there's, like, apparently people who work for the Easy team who release shit on Instagram. Apparently, shit's... Just supposed to be popping. Hmm. Uh, for those of you guys who are wondering what that song is called, it is uh, Pablo off of Donda 2, the infamous, most hated Kanye record today. But yeah, look, I mean, I think, I think he did something different. You know, he did something dope. 
But speaking of albums, man, we gotta go back to it. Apparently, people say <laughs> Flowers is actually a house album. Would you consider this house? I don't remember a lot of the album. You know? You showed it to me, but it was very, like, Brush. You assign me, you and Tiny Man. You assign me, I don't find none. You assign me, you can sign now. Why are you so scared that somebody find out? Yeah, it's not, it's, I, yeah, I mean, the album's not that bad. But like this, out. it's so simple, there's, there's not really nothing going on. That when you use that little stem player and you add like an effect like a delay. It gives the spacing to this record, then it sounds dope. You know, right? like, on the stem player? Yeah, like when you manipulate it with the stem player, it's such in a simple state where like it makes it, it makes it dope. Like it, it incur, it encourages me at least as a musician to manipulate, manipulate it, fuck around with it. You know, just make some dope shit with it. Yeah, you probably just should should have sold that, should have sold that like as its own thing. You know. I mean, well, initially he did, but yeah, tying it into Donda too. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I can see how people are pissed. But I mean, speaking of uh, speaking of records, let's go ahead and uh, kind of wrap up this conversation, bro, because I know you gotta get out of here. I'm gonna go ahead and list off two albums mm-hmm. that I think you should check out because I know you like house music. Mm-hmm. And whether or not you'll like them, I understand, because I guess these aren't necessarily house dance albums or more trip hop. Mm-hmm. But one of them is called Seven Seas. It's by Emancipator. And this is actually what I was listening to. And I was like, why in the fuck do people not listen to fucking uh, this style of music? Trip hop and shit. What do you recommend off of this album? Literally the whole record start to finish. Now, I know that that could be heavy. So if I had to play one song, let me see real quick. If I had to play one song off this record. It's only an hour. What what vibe do you like more? You like reggae music? Because if you like reggae music... You might like, I'm not a big fan, but it's cool. You're not? Because you might like Oasis. Do you like, um... Do you like hippie... Not hippie music, but like weird sound effect jungle music? If so, you might like Vision Quest. Or, I mean, Ocelot. Either of them. When they get into their vibes, dude, it's like... You enter another world, dude. Like This, this is what I love about this shit, because... You know how people say they have synesthesia? And Kanye West actually claims he has synesthesia. Where, like, he hears sounds, and when he's listening to sounds, he pictures images. I low-key feel like I do, but I don't... Not to the extent where, like, I listen to a song and I have that going on in my head. But, um... It takes me somewhere. Like, I feel like, to me, songs are locations. Like, it's almost like a room, and when you enter that room, you kind of see... When you go back to that same song, it's like it's still the same room, you know? You create a setting based off yeah. the song. So, yeah, so each one of these songs is a setting, and I love visiting these places, if that makes sense. Like, the songs are just unique. Like, Vision Quest, for example. Dude, when it gets into his fucking vibe, it just feels like... What is this considered? Trip-hop? Trip-hop. This is still considered trip-hop? Believe it or not. This is very pretty lights-ish. Yeah, they're considered trip-hop. That's what I said. Like, I wanted to get to the roots of it. Like, where the fuck does this genre come from? Trip mm-hmm. hop. So that's why, you know, earlier I asked you to uh, check out Massive Massive Attack. Um, for those of you guys who don't know, and, and if you like some of those songs that we're just playing in the back, you know, or this genre in general, I found out that Massive Attack are considered the OGs of the genre, and it all started with the lo- with the album Blue Lines. Is this so the album that you were going to say check out? Uh, Blue Lines? Yeah. No, no, no. I'm just, I'm just saying, like, this is apparently where it all started from. But mm. I feel like these albums are, like, such a departure from that sound. But yet, there is no other way to classify it than to call it trip-hop. But, like, Emancipator's Seven Seas is such... It's so removed from Massive Attack, you know? It's like Massive Attack on GMOs, you know? Well, that shit was 2015. The other one is, what, 1991? Yeah. Oh, yeah, I mean, so- but... That's a big evolution, dude. But man, to think that's where it comes from, though. That's over 20 years. But like all these songs, man. Like Delta Trans, when it really gets into its vibe. Amazing. Canopy, when it really gets into its fucking... To the thick of it. It can be fucking chill. Has this little weird sound, bro. Like, all of it to me is like... A pl- 
place. And this, I'm like, yeah, that's what I was gonna say. It gives you, it gives, it's a very visual sounding yeah. album. Yeah, it, it's like, it induces visuals, like, you know. It makes you think you're on vacation or some shit. You envision waterfalls. Funny enough, this song trees. right here sounds like the. Uh, I would imagine that this song could be used on like a travel commercial, mm. or even like the intro to like a travel show. Uh-huh. Oh, you know, every time I listen to these songs, bro, I always imagine like if we own this fucking bar, imagine somebody walking into these songs, what they would think. We would definitely attract a very specific. Like they walk in, they're like. Damn, what the fuck? We definitely attract a very specific crowd. Yeah, man. Guys, in the background, Canopy by Emancipator off of Seven Seas. This is, um... What's the other one? Alright, so last album. Migration by right. Bonobo. Wait, Someone, by uh, Bonobo? Bonobo? Mm-hmm. B-O-N-O-B-O. I feel like I've heard this guy. He's had, a, he's had a, if I'm not mistaken, I think one of his albums was actually Grammy nominated last year. Okay. But, uh, He's also trip hop? Yeah, apparently. That's what they say. So, you know, I'm just going with the flow here and seeing, what, seeing what's, what's up, you know? So when this song, when this album came out in 2017, I remember hearing it. But then recently I went back and listened to it and I was like, holy fuck, almost every single song that I like from Bonobo is from fucking Migration. So I'm like, you know, this one to me is worthwhile. So if you ever feel like you want to check out a little... So yeah, man, Bonobo's Fire... A bunch of these songs. Apparently, I have a shit ton of them saved. But like before, you knew that mm-hmm. trip hop was a thing. Yeah, I just like I just had a fuck ton of them. Cause I guess back in the day, I used to just kind of like set playlists. I feel like then, that's why I know. And then I would just like kind of let songs play, and I'd be like, oh, that song, that song sounds cool. I feel like that's, that's why it. I know about Manolo, cause I feel like you've shown me like playlist music. Oh, I'll show you. But then the last one mm-hmm. that got me into all this. Well, here's another famous song in the book. Oh, that song is killer. Oh, shit. This song used to wake me up every day, dude. I kid you not. From the from the years like 19, 2019, 2020. No, from 2018 to 2019 to 2020, those two years, this was my alarm in the morning. Really? I had it at gradual rise. So it would play this. This shit was just play? Yeah, yeah. What a trip. I feel like I dream instead of waking up. <laughs> it was very there's a lot of times I missed the alarm. But I would just like wake up and then when I wake up and notice I'm awake, I'd look around and like what are we to start today? <laughs> what are we to start? I'm today? already high. Yeah, what are we to start today, man? You kind of just feel leftover stone from the day before. It's amazing, bro. But the song that started all, the reason I wanted to get into this conversation in the first place, research trip hop, oh. figure out why the fuck I like this music, is because of the song Pancakes. Now I've played this song a couple times on this podcast before. But there's a specific, there's a specific spot I'm gonna hit you with. It's like a fucking drug every time. This shit. Is amazing to me. I love the way acoustic drums sound, dude. Yeah. Especially when they emphasize them, the way they emphasize them on this mix. This is tight, right? They pick them up a lot. It's good. I love this song. Everybody listening, Pancakes, Emancipator. Quick little air horn, because this song got me through a lot. Song is fire. Alright, check this out. Song is called Pancakes. I wish I still got stoned. It sounds like Dude. It sounds like good music to get stoned to. Alright. Let me show you let me show you one more, alright? Here. Like what the fuck, bro? What a little melody, I'm telling you. When I listen to music like this, it, ma- it, it makes me envision paintings and shit. And I don't know, man. I love I love revisiting this museum, these sounds, these songs, these paintings. These It's a fucking amazing, dude. It's fucking amazing. So, I'm going to give myself some fucking homework. I'm going to give you some homework, too, if you haven't checked them out yet. Because mm-hmm. uh, I know you got to go. Massive Attack Blue Lines. If you want to review them with me, let me know. We can do some first reactions to them. Otherwise, I've heard that 
is where this shit started from. Mm-hmm. And then Bjork followed right after. Because apparently Bjork, Massive Attack, and like DJ Shadow and all that, and uh, Tricky, a lot of those people, maybe not DJ Shadow, but Tricky for sure, a lot of those people hung out together. It was a scene in Bristol, in Europe. Everybody was just making this music together. So a lot of these albums draw influence from each other while still being the pioneers of this sound. Mm-hmm. So, Massive Attack Blue Lines, check it out. Bjork Debut and Homogenic, check it out. Porter's Head Dummy, check it out. And Tricky, Maxing Que, check it out. And then DJ Shadow, In Flux, is apparently the album that really, really kicked it off here in the U.S. Yeah, I've heard so, of that Influx. I've heard of it. So, you know, I'm going to give myself some fucking homework. I need to check this shit out. I need to get more into this. But before you fucking go, man, what are some albums that you recommend me, bro? Like, in general? In this in this vein, in this genre. If we had a club, what would you want me to study up on so we can get ready to fucking play this shit? I'm going to be honest with you. It's because in this genre of music, dude, and, and anything like kind of like electronic, mm-hmm. like dance... Uh, house and mm-hmm. all that stuff. I don't have specific artists that I listen to. It's just like playlists. I just I ha- it's because that's the thing about for me personally with house music, mm. well electronic music in general, is more of a vibe. It's a, yeah, that's mm. a good way to describe it. It's more of a vibe. So you, you, know? ne- you never really this... find yourself playing a whole record start to finish. No, and that's no disrespect to the artists themselves. It's just that some of these songs blend in so perfectly mm-hmm. together that by the time I realize that it's a different artist, I find myself saving that song of the new artist. Uh-huh. You know, okay. Like it's it's such a fucking vibe that they just all blend in. Huh. When I at least when I start checking out this type of music. Huh. So as for artists, fuck. I don't know. I mean, I could give you my favorite. Well, what do you think of the ones I've shown you so far? You know, like the ones that we've played. That last like, one was really nice. It's fire, right? Yeah, dude. It's hard. Pancakes, bro. This. Um, like when you think of the shit that we come from, you know, we come from fucking Tiesto remixes. We come from my fucking Sun Driver. Fucking, was it uh, the other one? Uh, you said Sun Driver, right? Yeah. I mean, you know what I'm talking about, man. We come from those fucking sounds. So, like, these sounds, to me, it's almost natural to fucking like them. I'm like, man. This one right here. This is my favorite song right now. Favorite house music. House song. It's simple. Okay. Oh, it's very simple. Boom, bat. Son of a bitch. Like, it never changes. Huh. Dude, this type of shit makes me want to just jam and make music together. That's what I'm saying. Every time I hear this shit, I want to hop hop on my iPad and just start making some music. Oh, yeah. That shit is hard. Fire. It's just What's fun. Here, I'll make, my, I'll make this playlist public. I'm pretty sure it already is. Uh, yeah, it's public playlist. Just look up house and then look up my name. Shh. I'm gonna have to check it out, man, because that, that shit is killer. Yeah. I got a shitload of music here. And I just keep Ferrari. adding. Right. Here's Diplo. It's kind of sounds like mom music, almost, honestly. I feel like I'd hear this at Victoria's oh, Secret. Yeah. But it's hard. But it's Diplo, though. Diplo is like super mainstream. I mean, I've always fucked with this style, this style of music, man. That's what I'm saying. Like, the resurgence right now. It's almost perfect. Yeah. It's almost perfect, man. We got Drake. Oh, what better podcast to announce the news? And you probably already know. Mm. Apparently, Frank Ocean said that his next album is going to be trance inspired or trance dance inspired. Really? House. That's going to be interesting. It's interesting, right? When was the last time he released an album? Blanc? Shit. Probably what, 2016? Was that the last album he released? I believe so. Fuck, dude, he's been gone for a minute. It's a long fucking time. You don't. I wonder how these artists live, dude. It doesn't take it. It doesn't take long to. I know he fucking copped a bag off of Def, Def Jam, but 26. I just feel like these fucking artists probably live such a lavish lifestyle, dude. That I don't know. I guess I'm. I'm just assuming. I really don't know what the fuck these guys. I are. mean, he might be living modest. That's why he, he could live off of two thousand. You know, since two thousand sixteen. Because he made like twenty mil, no, off of Def Jam, something like that. Like he hit him for twenty mil. Right. Twenty mil is a lot of fucking money, dude. And then you got once that shit goes to your bank, you're getting taxed. So he made ten. 
Yeah, that's true. I guess you you do have to think about it getting taxed. And then over the years, he probably has to pay taxes. He made 10 mil. But 10 mil is a lot to live off when you live in chill. Yeah. I mean, if shit, a, living, lot, yeah, if it's a lot of us shit, are living regular, you know, regular ass life. We're surviving off of like, you know, from 35,000 to fucking 80,000, you know? Mm-hmm. We're, we're in that range. So having mills. Yeah, you, I can see why you've been chilling. But you elevate yourself to a different lifestyle when you're living. But I can't off imagine of Frank would. I mean, even back then, he was always kind of. He had his little car that he wanted already, the little orange one. And then he never seemed like he was really into lavish clothes. He would just come out wearing his bandana or fucking shirtless. Eh. He's also very, very out of the public eye, so yeah. we really don't know. I mean, fingernail polish probably costs a lot, but, you know. Eh. If, if it's gel, yes. Yeah, I can't imagine the motherfuckers out there, you know, spending too much money on this, yeah. you know, on, in, in his daily life. Like, it's not like... He was one to wear a lot of chains where it has to be a hundred thousand just in case you get checked and it's ex- big as expensive BBS. He's, I can imagine he's relatively lucky. Hmm, maybe. maybe. And if I'm his just... next album's fucking house inspired, you know. Then... Yeah. Maybe I'm just assuming. Yeah, I mean, it doesn't have to be super balling out. Or, I mean, who knows? He's probably got a bunch of sponsorships and deals. And I mean, shit. I imagine. If you're smart about it, you probably invest your money in something, you know? I have to. Especially when you're an artist that disappears for like five, six, seven years at a time. But this, at least when you come back, you know you got a bag waiting for you. Oh, absolutely. Especially, every time. especially if it's... Frank Ocean. This this sound, yeah. where you're going to fucking play it at every fucking club, every bar, every store. Definitely. Like, if it's, something that's, if it's something that's in... Because his shit still gets played. I still hear his shit played all over the place. Yeah. I mean, it's not super. I mean, because he made one really good pop album, then made one really good emo album, and then I was about to make a house album. It's like the perfect trifecta. Yeah, he has three albums, huh? Yeah. Holy fuck, dude. That's crazy how some of these artists can just build up such fucking hype off of like two, three releases. It's massive. It's, it's insane, dude. It's and crazy. we're sitting here fucking making music for the past 10, 15 years and. For ourselves. For ourselves. For not even family and friends. No, just, like, just for, like ourselves. Just ourselves. <laughs> I fucking unreleased unrelease ha- house music on my iPad. I have fucking, I've been in countless bands. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. And then these guys just pop up. But at the same time, it's because we want to, you know, because I can't tell you how many times I get these little messages, and it's only because I was subscribed to them way back when we were in Rough Stump. Mm. But Acton still hits me up every fucking month. Hey, we got a show for you. Afton's hey, in, we got a show Afton's for you. Afton's in the business of making money, though. They don't yeah, care. I mean, they want you to sell tickets, yeah. but easiest way to book. So maybe the shows won't have a lot of people, but you'll at least have a lot of other fucking schmucks who got tricked into the pyramid scheme. It's like, fuck it. If I'm those not showing shows, it to myself, I'm at least showing it to you schmucks. Those shows always, <laughs> end, those shows always ended up bands playing for bands. Man, hey. Shout out and fuck you, Afton. <laughs> Ain't it? Break that up a little bit. Shout out and fuck you. Man. You still got that one dollar check we got from? <laughs> Hell yeah. <laughs> I don't know where, but I'm sure it's in one of these binders, man. One dollar. That is nuts. Our, our only, the only, oh no, we made money. Dude, the crazy thing is that our first show mm-hmm. live as Rough Stump was at the Granada and we got cheered on by everybody. I remember. Everybody. That like, video's still on YouTube. Dude. I actually just visited the other day. I was thinking about doing something and trying to get rid of those. We'd have to re-record that shit, dude. Cause not even a ma- mix, of, uh, not even a proper mix and master would make that shit sound good. No, <laughs> that's a rough brass record. And I'm not dogging it it's for rough like fun. I'm not dogging it for being. That's crazy. Amateur. Thing that, that's history now, isn't it? To us. N- next year, next summer, that's gonna be ten years old. Yeah, twenty thirteen. Holy shit, dude. Yeah. That's Damn, history, does that it? Flew by. That's gonna be ten years old, bro. Fuck. For real. We made that shit. Yeah. Someday, someone discovering the fucking music scene in Kansas City will be like Roughstone. Roughstone. Who the fuck is Roughstone? It's like, dude, you guys had no idea, bro. They rocked the fuck out. They fucking Some... they threw guitars, dude. They played pack shows at the fucking art closet studio. <laughs> they fucking rocked out the aftershock hella. Dude, it, man, shout out to us, bro. We were fucking some, cold. Some back angsty then, dude. little teenager, <laughs> the same way you were angsty back in those days. Yeah, shout out Rustin, man. Yeah, every girl we fucked that Rustin on streaming services. Every now and again, you gotta just say let it rise, man. 
You know, fucking Rage Against the Machine came back. Why the fuck can't we? Yeah, that's true. You know what I'm saying? But Rage Against the Machine is like a hundred times bigger than anything we were. <laughs> Compared to them, is that you guys sound like like Nirvana we were massively and Rage in, the that album was massively inspired by their music though. Dude, and the thing I love about this record mm. is that even if you stream our album on Bandcamp, you mm. don't get the jammy ass songs that we have on there. When was the last time you heard that? Earlier this year. Yeah, like the the hidden track at the very very end, and then the one in the middle. Uh, the hidden track. The hidden track was just like that baseline. I haven't heard it in a while. I haven't heard that in a while. But my my favorite was always. Oh, that's skill, bro. Hey, the world the world wasn't ready for us back then. The my favorite one was always Fuck Bliss. Fuck Bliss was cool. So I go back and listen to that every now and then. Yeah, Fuck Bliss was cool. That was a good song. Yeah. That was very. Very. That could have been a, a small radio hit. A okay. very small radio Dude, hit. Dude, I still think about the fact that um, Radke made it. Yeah. And I'm like, yo. They cooled down, though. We were, like, right there with them, though. For the most part. If we would have kept up, we would have mirrored them. It even would have been... No, we could have played shows together. Low-key. The fucking new hottest fucking... Uh, what do you call the band when it's just three? The super group or... Uh, trio? trio. Yeah, trio. The the hottest trios of the Midwest. Yeah. Radke and Roughstone. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, in another in another universe, bro, we nailed it. I think we we were a little young, and weren't, weren't we? Just same age, same literally age? the exact same age. The oldest dude over there is the, is the same as me. Other dudes your age, other guys Ivan's age. Yeah, the exact same age. Mm-hmm. The only difference is we're cousins and they're brothers. Yeah, but you know. Yeah, it's never too late though. <laughs> literally married them, dude. Yeah, it's never too late though, man. We can catch them on their second win. Maybe one day we'll find the motivation, dude. To start making any kind of... I was of trying to put my guitar strings on the other day. Mm-hmm. Fucked it up. It's been 10 years. You fucked okay, up? Okay, maybe not 10 years. But it's been a long time, dude. I can't really put the guitar strings on. Like, you fucked up the guitar strings? Well, one, I don't have wire cutters to cut that extra shit off. But then the one I was putting up on, t- on the very first uh, string right snapped. So I was like, fuck. I don't want to play rock music anymore, though. Nah, we can do some jammy shit. Let's get into trip hop. We can play some trip hop shit. Find some dope-ass samples, play the sample, and then add some shit to it. Add some synth. I got a full basement. I mean, we're at the end of the day, we were like musicians, but we were never like classically trained, and we were really good at just manipulating sound. Yeah, we made and a that's, lot. That's that's how you become a producer. We always made a lot of noise. I don't ever think we made music; we just made noise. Yeah, yeah. It was good noise, though. It was good noise. You know, it was in sync. That's what I was gonna say. Music it was coordinated got, noise. It was coordinated noise. That's what it was. Yeah. yeah. Man, well, with that being said, brother. Let's kind of let's wrap it up there. Let's wrap it up there, man. Coordinated noise. Actually, we're gonna call that coordinated noise. Yep. Thank you guys for tuning in, man. I hope you guys enjoyed it. It's actually been a trip. Uh, we don't know what happened there in the middle, but you guys probably didn't even fucking notice. So thank you guys for coming back. This has been H and S episode forty-seven, and uh, it's be it's been me, your host Herb, and it's your boy uh, Leonard, and Leonard, and you know we're just out here kicking it. Talking about EDM music, potentially planting a seed that one day will take Kansas City by storm because shit, we got four years before people start popping and guess who's going to be here? People from other countries. And guess what music they're into? The type of music that we need to plug in, bro. Until then, I'm going to go pick up a pizza. He's going to get a pizza. I'm probably going to watch a movie, get stoned. Everybody have a good fucking night. Until next time.